Class of 1980. 40 years indeed. Welcome back, Class of 1980. Glad you decided to tune in once again. Let's do an interview with one of your classmates. COVID crisis has us going back to living off the land. Last weekend, we went to a neighbor who's a farmer and heard how farmers are not getting much for their milk, so I gave him a donation and took two gallons of milk off of him and made homemade cheese. A day or two after that, got a few chickens. We've never raised chickens in our lives, but uh, and we've hinted at it, but my wife said, has always said no way, so we, we bought a few and snuck them in the house. Uh, we didn't find them till yesterday, so we'll see how that goes. So anyway, if any of you have uh, good cheese-making recipes or advice on raising chickens, let me know. I'm going to need it. Well, I am uh, pleased to be able to talk to Lisa Zell Murphy uh, today. She had responded, one of the ones that was so kind to say that they would be glad to do an interview. And so happy to have you on the call today, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me, Dean. Good, good. And uh, how's the uh, how's the COVID crisis treating you? Um, okay, it's just it's been a little kind of roller coaster, you yeah. know. My husband uh, he works at the university, so he's not been, of course, working. And then have um, one daughter still at home, so we've been doing a lot of schoolwork at home. So that's not the funnest. <laughs> How old's your daughter? She's fourteen. And okay. She's, yeah. It doesn't because they had taken off taken off like a month, you know, when the school and like and then to get them back in the routine and it was just, um, she's a teenager. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone is being challenged. In fact, I heard some of the schools are just giving up on the on trying to do any uh, substantive uh, learning at home. But yeah. of course, my my daughter in law is a teacher, so she loves it. You know, she gets to. She gets to come up with uh, interesting lesson plans around what the uh, what the, her kids' teachers have come up with, and so she's very creative and sends us the finished projects, which are pretty cool. But if you're if it's not your forte, or you have a child that's really that needs more structure, it can be a challenge, I'm sure. Well, a lot of it right now, she has like a Chromebook and it, the, the system that they have set up to do it, it's so very difficult to navigate through everything. So it's just that is the big part of it. She's a real good student, but it's like so frustrating just to, they they weren't prepared because, you know, obviously they didn't know that this was right, going to happen. Exactly. So, but we only have about a month more till she's done yep. <laughs> for this year. <laughs> exactly. Who knows what's going to happen in the fall? Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about what your journey has been like over the last 40 years since we got out of high school. Well, um, whenever I graduated, we were, I was living, of course, with my parents in Clay Hill. We were dairy farmers. About a year or so after that, my parents decided they wanted to take a break from farming. So we sold everything. We moved to Marion in town for a year, um, which that was a real change because we never had lived in town ever. I never had my, I always was out in the country mm-hmm. and, um, my, my dad, it wasn't too long into that, that he realized that he really missed farming. So we lived there about a year and then we moved to Shippensburg and, uh, rented a dairy farm there and farmed there. 
And that's, and I'm, I currently live in Shippensburg. I stayed here. I met my husband. He was a milk tester. He would come every, (laughs) every, every, yeah, he was a milk tester. And we, of course I was out milking and we met each other. He would come once a month and, you know, take the samples and weigh the milk and all that. And that's how we sort of got together. Whenever, Um, whenever he started coming to test every week, you knew that he was more interested in. Well, it was once a month, (laughs) but yeah, but he, he, yeah. And it was, but we always, I was, it was always fun to do the milking that night. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> well, before you get but, too far away from Marion, how did you like having a cistern? A cistern in Marion? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like it. We lived in Marion. We rented a place in Marion right after we got married for, uh, I don't know, six months or something. Someone was going away and wanted to had their house available. And oh man, I hated having a, a cistern, yeah. not having uh, water available. Cause we had already always had well water where I grew up, but that's the odd thing about Marion. Yeah, and sometimes we had to buy water. Oh, it was, yeah. Yep, yeah. we did too. Yeah, it was what a like, pain. it wasn't, didn't taste the same either. <laughs> anyway, sorry to hijack your story. That's okay, that's okay. So we dated, and we got married in 1984. We adopted our first son um, from Guatemala. He, he At eight months old, he's 29 now. Wow. His name's Cass. Um, he works at Penske. He's a great kid. What was his name again? It kind of cut out there. Cass. Okay. C-A-S-S. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have four other four daughters. Um, they're 22, 21, 16, and 14. So the youngest, the one that's uh, doing the schoolwork stuff, she is a dancer. She's been dancing since um, probably about 10 years. 10, about 10. So I'm kind of a dance mom. Nothing like the TV show, though. <laughs> um, so what kind of dance? Like a local studio? She does, she does. Yeah, it's a Heather Rose Dance Studio here in Shippensburg. She does dance. She's just a wonderful, very speaks into these kids. And just it's more than just dance. It's role modeling and giving them just uh, influencing them in such positive ways. She does ballet, tap. She does hip hop, but it's it's clean hip hop. That's what they call it. Um, yeah. Um, and of course, contemporary, she, she's, she's, uh, has point shoes. She was able to get her point shoes this last year. So she was really excited about that. So how did she get in? Is that something you were interested in or how, how did that, yeah, uh, she was little. she's like, I want to be a ballerina. That's all she like bugged and bugged and bugged me. And I found a studio and then that lady retired and then this other uh, where she goes now this lady took over and um she loves it she's on a, a, a ambassador dance team it's a team that's was they have to audition for and they go around the different well they don't now because you can't right. but to, to um you know perform in different things they performed at capitol theater and all different things but um she she loves it so it's a very good thing in her life to be able to you know support that way with i mean these are these are good good kids and and it's great that she's able to do something that she loved early on the way you talk about you know she she yeah. knew what she wanted to do early on and is able to yeah. pursue that so that's cool tora and Carissa, they were um foster children that we had got that we adopted okay um they had a lot of behavior issues they live in like a um kind of a residential home kind of a place um they don't i see them but they don't live here at home with us okay. because 
there were were a lot of violent behavior issues and it just wasn't safe for them to be here. Now I see them, you know, they're they're my kids, I've adopted them, you know, but um they just can't live here with us. The my other daughter, Brandy, she's 21. She lives in New York right now with her boyfriend up there. Um she is currently she was working at a dental office but she's working at was working as a waitress for a vfw but now they're not hardly doing that anymore either because of the virus right. so what area in new york is highly populated or or um, it's more rural? Right over, about an hour i think over you know pa line into new york so yeah. it's not it's close to lake erie yeah i've never been there okay. <laughs> i was to, but when she moved there she just moved there at the beginning of the year and we were going to go but we for now so any grand any grandchildren yet? No grandchildren. None of my kids are married yet, so um, go waiting for that. You mentioned chaos. What does he do? He works at Penske. He's he does forklift, whatever. He has been is considered an essential employee, so he's been working this whole entire time. So um, pretty much almost seven days a week, some weeks, um, ten or twelve hour days. So he's like exhausted yeah you know it's so odd that many of us are stuck at home uh, with a lack of work and others are just you know forced to work crazy hours and of course when you work crazy hours your immune system is breaks down it's not as strong and so you have to worry about that i was gonna when after i graduated i my parents wanted me to go to college of course and i was like oh i want to take a break from school so i ended up they left me <laughs> and I ended up working at layman's egg service, which um, hate is a strong word, but I strongly disliked that job. It wasn't long after I was working there. I'm like, this is not what I want to do the rest of my life. And I begged my mom and dad, can I just quit? And they're like, no, you got to fit. You have to keep working until, until you can enroll in college. So I did, but oh man, that was nine months of torture. I ended up going to Hagerstown Business College, graduated from there in the medical um, aspect of it. I, as soon as I graduated, I was able to get a job at Chambersburg Hospital. I worked in the emergency room as a receptionist for three years part-time. And then I was able to be, um, tran- I was able to transfer to Behavioral Health Service where I worked as a departmental secretary and eventually was promoted to office manager of the whole entire behavioral health service worked there for about 22 years. And I just, and we, I had kids at home and I just really longed to be home with my children. So we downsized a little and I was able to, um, I left the, you know, the career field and people thought it was crazy, but it, it was, I do not regret it. it's the best thing I ever did. And to be home with my kids and just, and I haven't gone back. You know, I haven't worked outside the home since. I mean, I keep busy doing other things, but I um, was really blessed to be able to have that privilege to be home with my kids. It's something that I was really thankful for. Mm-hmm. It sounds like th- that you guys have invested a lot into um, your children, you know, that you adopted and, and so forth. But uh-huh. have you had time to take vacations any interesting places that you visited we we did my husband um ken and i we went to bahamas um on a cruise we go to the beach a lot would go to the beach a lot oceans um not ocean city outer banks and rehoboth and uh, chincoteague he and i went to cancun mexico 
um, that was a wonderful trip. We in, we enjoyed Chincoteague and, and Aztec and Rehoboth yeah. also. They're less touristy beaches, you know, it's yeah. a little more laid back. <clears throat> just to my husband, uh, Ken, I just want to say this before, so I can, um, he, five, about a little over five years ago, he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and, um, oh, wow. that was a real change in our lives at that time. Um, just shattered our lives with the, you know, the, all five kids were still at home. We were, I was, you know, taking him for treatments and, you know, just the therapy, chemotherapy and procedures and all that. And, uh, uh, he fought really hard, but it was, uh, nine months later in February of 2015, he, he lost his battle to cancer. So that was, um, a really, really, uh, hard time for me and the kids. It was a very sad, dark, lonely time. I was trying to grieve and then trying to help my kids grieve. It was right. just very hard. Um, because who you are with that person, the relationship you have with that person can never be replaced with anybody else. Right. My faith is what got me through. Um, if I, you know, there was a lot of people that around me with my church supported me, my family, but it was, you know, if I didn't have God, I don't know how I could have not got through this. My kids were really, really struggled. Some would just, well, they were, my Brandy, the one is 21. She, he uh, passed away like two weeks before her 16th birthday. So she was, she was the angry one. (laughs) And, um, I had to teach her how to drive and that didn't go well either. And then some just cried and some just wouldn't talk. So it was just very, it was very hard. And I thought I never would get married again, but God brought my husband, Michael into my life. And, um, we've been married three years now. Um, he's just been a real blessing for me and the kids. And he and I went on our honeymoon to St. Thomas Virgin Islands, which was like an amazing, amazing um, trip. We went to Sugar Bay Resort, and uh, but I think it got hit by one of the um, hurricanes. It was like a year after we, I forget what hurricane that was, or that after we were there. Okay. Um, but it, it was just a, a beautiful resort place to, to be. Yeah. But um so, anyways, I just wanted to just just say that little yep. little um, about my husband. Yeah, well, I I know that it has to be painful, but I appreciate you telling your story. I don't even looking back. I don't even know how I got through it all because uh, it's kind of like a blur. Because you, you you go like you think you go like one day at a time, but sometimes it's just actually one minute at a time to, to just to get through it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and just the kids. I mean, they were my the youngest when I mean, she was eight. And it was just trying to help her understand and just, and teenagers with, you know, teenager feelings. And because you kind of have, as a parent, had you put your grief on hold a little because you're trying to help them and be strong. Exactly. It was, it was a tough time, but, you know, I'm not the same person I was back then because it changes you completely, you know. Um, That's that's an amazing story. I see you replying to to multiple people on the Facebook page, so I assume you've kept in touch with a few. Uh, tell me who you've who you've kept in touch with after high school from our class. Since Facebook, you know, I do talk to some off and on, you know, just but I don't get in touch, you know, like actually physically see them. When we had the the thing at the old home week that week, I wasn't. I would think that was the week we were Outer Banks or something, so I couldn't go to that, so I missed that. But Brenda Gearhart and I were real good friends from like kinder well we didn't go to, i didn't go to kindergarten <laughs> they didn't have it where i was first grade to um fifth we were in the same 
you know, grade school classes and we were real good friends and we did a lot. We would see each other and meet for lunch a lot. And then, um, of course, you know, she passed away in, I think it was 2013. So that was Haley Martin and I, we were pretty good friends too. Brenda Gearhart and Haley and I sort of hung around together and then she passed away also. Like, I think it was a year later or something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about it. I didn't know about either one of those. So, um, Interesting. Brenda was, uh, she always was a real pretty fragile diabetic, I think, growing up. And I remember in elementary, and then I think she had to have a kidney transplant and dialysis and all that. And I guess it just eventually, you know, it, you know, it was too hard for her right. body to, you know. And then I think, if I recall, I think Haley had um, maybe cancer or something. Anyways, but, uh, Penny Griffith and I used to go to Mount Rock Church together way, way, way back. Neither of us go to church there anymore, but but we talk some, you know, just Facebook messenger kind of thing. Some, um, but other than that, I don't really like see a lot of people that you know from our class. You know, it's mostly just on Facebook, like just making comments and things like that. Right. Plus, you live in Shippensburg, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's a little brother. Yeah. Favorite foods, restaurants, interesting foodie kinds of things? Um, I like chocolate. I really like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like chocolate? <laughs> That's like I could probably live off of it. <laughs> uh, I might get tired of it if I had every single day, every meal, but... Um, I like uh, seafood, pretty much all seafood. I don't like like squid kind of weird things like that, but I like, you know, crab and scallops and, and uh, things like that. We like to go when we, we did, went out to eat. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not very fun anymore just picking up stuff because it's by time, if you go to Chambersburg, because we live in Shippensburg, right. by the time you get home, it's, it's cold. You know, it's like what to use. Um, we like Ruby Tuesdays just for the salad bar and we like their fruity teas because they have fruit in them and <laughs> we like that. But yeah, before COVID, if I had a client appointment in town, if I was working nearby, I would, uh, we, wife and I would have lunch here at Ruby Tuesdays maybe once a week, but I see they're closing a bunch of them. I don't know. Yes. I saw that. I was disappointed about that. <laughs> myself also. Yeah. yeah so, so, but that's, yeah. Any interesting memories from high school? Well, for, I think from elementary, I think we, some had said this before. Um, you went to Shady Mr. Grove, right? Yeah, Shady Grove. Um, Mr. Gearhart in fifth grade, he was like the best teacher. He did, um, we built a Purple Martin house. We played kickball. Like he would take us out. He was just a great teacher, very um, kind. <laughs> Some of the teachers weren't so kind back then. Very kind. And I remember one time we he had us make kites out of trash bags and like straws. Like we'd tape them all together and made a kite and, and we'd go, he, we made it somehow and then we'd take it out and we flew it. It was very primitive, but it was, we had a blast. It was fun. Yeah. Um, in, in, in high school... I remember, I think it was probably in junior high. It was, I think, English. I know it was an English class. I think it might have been, was there a Mrs. Gettle? Yes. Do you, okay. I think it was her class. We had to do like a commercial or like we were doing advertising or something, something like that. 
and we had to do a project. We were in a group and I think it was me, Brenda and Haley. And we decided Brenda was like the narrator and Haley and I were like the actors and we dressed up like an old couple. I wore like an old dress. I I think my grandma's or something. And I had glasses and I put baby powder in my hair to make it look all white. And, and she wore something that looked like an old man. Like we were a couple and we each had, she had a cane. I don't think I did. And we came in arm in arm from the, the hallway and Brenda was reading whatever. And we were, we had, our product was YooHoo. And the thing was that if you drank YooHoo, the, the object was, if you drank it, you would just be all like spry again and just feel like a young, you know, whatever again. And um, we were supposed to do this little jig, little dance after we drank it. Well, we did. And here Haley, she flicked the, whipped her cane up and smacked me in the head. <laughs> and uh, everybody, it was a, it was a, had a good laugh about it. I mean, uh, I, mean, I wasn't hurt bad, but it was kind of, it was funny. She was, yeah, she flicked it up and hit me with her cane, but, uh, but it was, uh, it was, that was a good memory. <laughs> funny. That's about all my questions. Is there anything I should have asked you that, uh, that I didn't, that you'd like to tell? I am involved in my church a lot. Um, that's real important right now. Of course, we're doing church online. Right. Um, since, you know, my husband passed away, I have been helping to facilitate the grief share program, which, um, for people who have lost a loved one, it's Shippensburg First Church of God. But right now that's all of course on hold. It, it, um, been a blessing to be able to do that. I do help with the women's ministry, which is basically, um, women who are older or, um, older women that are widows or, or, you know, have never married, um, just reaching out to them, making sure that they, feel that you know that someone cares that kind of thing um right. i uh enjoy writing I, I write some i have written some short stories um nothing really published it's just i well i won a few um contests kind of thing through the they're usually christian-based stories bible-based stories so um i i wrote some short stories and also enjoy public speaking so i um never thought i would would but i've been asked different churches and things to do some speaking on different topics and um, a lot of it is to share my story and that kind of thing as well so um, you have to to self-publish some of your stories and get them on amazon so people can read them i will have to well i don't know they're just really short (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i can you can do like mike rowe's mom i don't know if you follow mike rowe but his mom put she would tell these she had a bunch of these little stories, and he finally convinced her to put them together in a book. And now she's written a second one. It's pretty uh, crazy. It's like a phenomenon. But uh, anyway, so I could I could collab, put like uh, consolidate a, a bunch of them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stories, uh, interesting stories of I don't, know, I don't know what you want to call it. Just do a contest. It's a class of eighty Facebook pages. See what people come up. Yeah. With. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it, you talk about um, your church and, and helping out people. It's interesting dichotomy during this time. When you get on Facebook, you got people arguing and fighting and and uh, just saying the meanest things to each other. But yet, anyone that needs any help, people are coming out of the woodwork to to help out. So it's it's an odd uh, it's an odd thing. We like to really rant and rave against other people 
you know, if we're not in person yet, as soon as someone needs help, it seems like everyone's reaching out and helping each other. So. Yeah, that's true. I think sometimes there's no filter on Facebook because you're not in front of the person. You'd say stuff that you wouldn't normally say if you were in like in, if they were like right in front of you. Yeah, exactly. And that's um, but then, you know, there is a lot of good that comes from Facebook, but there's a lot of not so good things. But it, it is um, just everyone's so polarized. You know, it's just yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. I really appreciate you taking some time today and, and talking to me and uh, have an interesting story. Everyone has an interesting story, yeah, I think. Yeah, you know? everybody does. So. And I know you said you said that people said that their story's not interesting enough or, you know, whatever. Everybody's story is special. So they all you guys out there, you need to, like, you get interviewed. Yeah. You tell Because, them. you know, what you can say can help somebody or just inspire somebody. You don't have to do anything, like spectacular you know like and the little things you do are spectacular hey, there you so, go and there's uh, your public speaking you. coming out <laughs> yeah <laughs> get me on a soapbox <laughs> <laughs> all right lisa well have a have a good day and have a have a great weekend all right thanks dean thanks a Bye-bye. lot we'll see you and we want to thank you also for tuning in once again um, really i've contacted a number of people who have not responded at all uh, we want to hear your story. I'm really not that hard to uh, hard a guy to talk to. Uh, just get back to me on Facebook or send me an email from the website where all the episodes are posted. And, uh, hey, we made it into the Google search. If you type in G-A-H-S-80, uh, you can find us about third or fourth there on the list after the uh, paid ads. So if you want to find, find the episodes when you're out and about, uh, just do, uh, do a search. Hope the COVID-19 virus is treating you well, and hopefully Mr. Wolf will get our state opened up here again. It's, uh, it's about time. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.